Hello, good afternoon. Welcome to Mac and Cheese Bible Study Podcast.com. I am Mac, and cheese is the word of God. Let us just have a short prayer. Father, we thank you for allowing us this privilege to come before your people that you have called to listen to this podcast. We thank you for this audience and this outlet. And we thank you for choosing us to put your word in to bless your people. I'm nobody without you, God. And I acknowledge that. And it's all about you. Well, we thank you for tuning in today. And uh, the podcast came on with... uh, a beautiful song, and God has been faithful to me all my life. Grateful to hear C.C. Whining expressing how good God is. Praise the Lord. We are in the 12th chapter of Revelation today. And uh, it's kind of really in-depth, I'll say, and maybe just a little bit hard to explain, but I'm going to try with the help of the Lord. We're going to entitle this uh, The Woman, Her Son, and the Dragon. We'll probably split it up into... Uh, three different parts. Um, as the scene opens, you know, John is having uh, visions. God is blessing him to have these visions. And it's about the end time. And as the scene opens today, John records the appearance of a great sign in heaven. And this sign in heaven points to a reality on earth. John sees a pregnant woman clothed with the sun, wearing a crown of 12 stars and having the moon under her feet. She is in the agony of childbirth, nearly ready to deliver, while a great red red dragon stands by waiting to devour her child. We know that. In Revelation, 
the prophecy is generally described somewhere else in the Bible for you to get some kind of enlightenment. And uh, the woman represents Israel and her child is Christ, the Messiah. Now, we talked about the seventh trumpet when we ended chapter 11. And chapter 10 was the end of, end of time. But the book of Revelation is not in chronological order. And things go back and forth. Even in this chapter, if you read verse 7 before you read verse 6, it makes sense. But it's written the opposite way. The woman is not the church. Since the church did not bring forth Christ, but rather he brought forth the church. Her identity as the persecuted Jewish saint clearly proves that the church is not on earth during the tribulation period. Now that part I really like (laughs) because I am a part of God's church. I am Abraham's seed. And I have given my life to God, and I hope you have too. I yield myself to him. And I believe his word that he had forgiven my past. I don't have one. And he forgave my present and my future. So I am rapture ready. And I want to encourage you to take that step today. Take that step today. Now, the woman is not the church. And her identity, as I said, as the persecuted Jewish saint clearly proves that the church is not on earth during the tribulation period. The son depicts her as God's chosen nation. And we know we've been taught that Israel uh, was God's chosen nation, the Jewish people. And we see in this passage that the moon is under her feet, which alludes to God's promise of dominion and the crown of 12 stars pictures royalty and relates to the 12 tribes of Israel. The birth pains refer to the period before the birth of Christ when Israel was waiting for redemption by the Messiah. Let's just read 12 and 1. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven. 
a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet and upon her head a crown of 12 stars. I would imagine that would be quite a wonder to look up in the heavens and see. A wonder is a symbol pointing to something else. This is the first of seven signs in the last half of the great revelation. Now, this is not an actual woman, but a symbolic representation of Israel. Pictured in the Old Testament as the wife of God. Three other symbolic women will appear in Revelation. One is Jezebel, who represents paganism. Number two is the scarlet woman, symbolizing the apostate church. And we call it apostate because they don't know God, but they're carrying out all the rituals. Matter of fact, this church will build the temple in Jerusalem. Number three is the wife of the lamb, symbolizing the true church. As I said, the woman represents Israel and her child is Christ, the Messiah. She clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, 12 stars. Being clothed with the sun speaks of glory, dignity, and exalt status of Israel. The people of promise who will be saved and given a kingdom. They said Jews will return back to Jerusalem. And if you do any kind of study and you know they're coming by the drove back to Jerusalem. The picture of the moon under her feet possibly describes God's covenant relation with Israel. Since new moons were associated with worship, I always think of the covenant as the promise that he made to them and how he has kept it all this time. And when you give your life to Christ, he establishes a covenant with us, with you. And that covenant covers our family. And it encourages me quite a bit when I look at how he has kept that covenant with Israel. I know my family's all right. I believe they're covered by the blood. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. The sun reflects redeemed Israel 
unique glory, brilliance, and dignity because of her exalted status and shows her as God's chosen nation. The moon under her feet alludes to God's promise to dominion and the crown of 12 stars pictures royalty and relates to the 12 tribes of Israel. You can read about that in Genesis, the 37th chapter, 9 through 11. While you're there, read about um, Joseph's dream, the dream he had about the sun and the moon and the 11 stars. And uh, his father interpreted the dream correctly when Joseph had that dream. And he asked him, do you think that your mother and dad and all your brothers is going to bow down before you? Now, this scene that opened in heaven will quickly move to the earth. Revelation 2, second verse. Let's just read that. And she being with child cried, travailing in birth and pain to be delivered. Now he, Christ went to his own, but they rejected him. They didn't accept him. They were looking for royalty coming in big palaces and they just, it just didn't come, he just didn't come the way that they thought. And many times you and I have missed God because we was looking for something else and he came another way. And if you are a lady, or I say if you are a man and you have a wife that has had a child, you know that she has travailed in pain. And it's nothing easy to bring a child into this earth. And this sign that's in the heavens shows that Israel that had a hard time trying to bring this child into the earth. Matter of fact, when you read that, you know, Satan was standing waiting. He heard that the child was being born. He heard this message from the kings that was traveling to go and praise and glorify and give honor to his birth. And he told him, when you get, when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go worship him. But he planned all the time. He had all the children that was under two years of age to be murdered, to be uh, destroyed, to be killed. He took their lives. And he didn't want another king to be born. So Satan has had a plan to destroy Christ before he was even born. 
That's the dragon as we know him. Yes, and women who have had children know that there is pain involved in birth. This scripture is spiritually speaking of the birth of Jesus and of Christianity. The birth pains refer to the period before the birth of Christ when Israel was waiting for redemption by the Messiah. Israel was waiting for the Messiah to come to deliver them. But when he came, they missed it. They missed it. And we see that verse 3, it starts talking about the another sign and wonder that was in heaven. And it was the great dragon. But we're going to go there next week. And we will try our very best to explain to you those scriptures. Remember that today, the scene opened in heaven. And it was about the woman appeared in the sky. Now, you won't know nothing about this unless we are able to see from the other side of heaven. This is for the people that have missed the rapture and that are left here on earth that have not given their lives to God. And time ran out in chapter 10. But not for the Jewish people. God has special blessing for them. And he's telling them that if they come back to Jerusalem and make that their dwelling place, he promised them that he would protect them. Well, we're going to cut off right here. We pray that you have uh, been enlightened just a little bit about chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. And we thank you so much for listening. We thank you for the time that you have spent with us. We sure enjoy you being here. Now, these lessons are stored on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, any place that you find your podcast. You can listen to Mac and Cheese Podcast.com. There's a website, www.macandcheesepodcast.com. You pray for me, and I always am praying for you, <laughs> but you pray for me that the Lord would bless. And I pray that he bless you abundantly and that he overtakes you and just run you down with blessings. I love you. Bye. Pray for me.